Welcome to the Prime Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Scott. Today, we have a special guest joining the show, Robert Bruno of Bruno Illustration and Design. How's it going today, Rob? Hey, Kevin. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, it's going well, and it's great to be here. Great. Thanks for joining us today. I think uh, you know the, the listeners are going to get a lot of good insight on what you do and get to know you know all the great stuff that you do in the illustrations in the design space. So for those of you that don't know Rob, he's a commercial illustrator based out of Brooklyn, New York. He, was work, he has worked with a long list of clients in the sports and entertainment industries, including Disney, Lucasfilms, Fox, Marvel, Fandango, Sony, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, Army, MLB, NBA, and the NFL. So obviously a long list of some big players there. So that's great. And his work has been showcased on billboards, print advertising, editorial works, uh, digital marketing campaigns, and merchandise. So a lot of uh, good visibility there all over the place. So we'll get to know a little bit more about Rob and Bruno Illustration and Design on today's podcast. So let's jump right in. So Rob, uh, tell us a little about yourself and how you got started with your business. Yeah, so I mean, to take it all the way back, um, I had been you know drawing and doodling since I was a very little kid. It was the kind of thing that my parents identified at like a young age. But, you know, my dad being a former police officer, my mom being a teacher, they weren't really sure how to either harness it or kind of push it forward. So they just kind of, you know, uh, <laughs> over the years, they just kind of said, yeah, your drawings are really good. Um, you know, keep it up. And then it wasn't really until I got to high school, um, you know, as you know, you have to take that eighth grade, like basic studio art class. Um, sure. And that's where I met Mr. Michael Carlano. And I mean, he kind of provided uh, a, a mentor type role for me all through high school. And he kind of helped uh, provide some insight about the possibility of pursuing a career in art. And then he actually helped me kind of round out uh, the college choices that I was looking at, which ended up being mostly um, like specialty art schools. Uh, sure. So that, that was kind of my early start. Um, and then I ended up going to Pratt Institute in Brooklyn. And I decided freshman year, you have to kind of take a foundation uh, that it's called. It's like an array of you know drawing, painting, three-dimensional design, computer design. Okay. And then it wasn't until my junior year that I decided uh, I thought illustration would be a good fit. Uh, I, I've always been into sports. I've always been into like film posters and entertainment. So I thought that would be uh, a good professional avenue. Sure. And uh, clearly, you know, I think he did a lot of great work with a lot of these things. And clearly by the list of uh, different you know, uh, companies and different uh, businesses that you've kind of done some work for, that's clearly worked out. So uh, that's great to hear, Rob. And, you know, I can attest, I, I took some classes with you back in high school and I kind of knew from there that you were always going to go on to do something that was <laughs> successful. And it's great that you were able to, you know, make it your own business and kind of do it for yourself and really be able to, um, you know, do something that you're going to enjoy and be able to provide, you know, work to others as well as other companies. And I think it's, you know, it's been a great so start so far and look forward to kind of seeing how it continues to grow here as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I remember uh, the good old, like, what was it, drawing drawing and painting we had? Yes. <laughs> right up front. First uh, first uh, desk right up front, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, you know, I, I would just say, like, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate, very grateful. Obviously, I've, I've worked my ass off, but, um, you know, anytime I have the opportunity to work for any of those kind of clients, it, you know, that, that kind of feeling of like shock and awe and excitement, uh, that certainly hasn't withered or diminished even, you know, 
four or five years later uh, after freelancing for the last five years. That's great. Well, I guess that's, you know, that's really what you're looking for. Again, something that you're passionate about that you can kind of go to work every day and be able to, uh, you know, provide some good work. And, you know, I think a lot of people get a lot of joy out of the different, um, you know, especially when you're doing different, um, you know, pictures and posts for them. It's just, it's, it's, it's a nice way to be able to, you know, form a business regarding that. So, you know, to that point, what do you, what do you say you love most about, you know, your illustration business and, uh, you know, what you're doing? Well, I, I think I kind of understood early on, even in school, and certainly after having various part-time jobs through high school and college, um, I, I kind of knew the nine-to-five office scene wasn't going to work for me, um, sure. especially as I got more and more creative. It just didn't seem like it made sense to like hinder myself to like a defined set of hours. Yep. So for me, the you know, the opportunity to construct my own schedule and routine, not being constrained to any set office hours or studio hours, that's that's my favorite part. Uh, you know, I typically work until sometimes 3 a.m. in the morning just because that's what I feel comfortable doing. Over the years, I've tried a lot of different kind of scheduling throughout the day. Um, I'm just... I'm not somebody that can wake up and immediately go to work. I kind of like easing into it. Um, sure. I'd rather do like exercise or something in the morning or do something a little bit more work, but like less creative, like print packing or printing, um, just so that I can kind of ease into the, uh, you know, the creative juices throughout the day. <laughs> sure. And I think, you know, other than doing the design work and the illustration work, I mean, there's a lot of a whole other side of the business, like you, you know, indicated that you have to, be able to do all the packing and the shipping and the sales part of it and the website and all that stuff. So there's definitely a lot of things to do. And again, I think, you know, given the flexibility that you have, it allows you to kind of, you know, create a schedule that works for you and allows you to, you know, kind of do things when you can be most productive and the most creative. So I think that's, you know, a good thing that, you know, a lot of people that are looking to kind of start their own thing, that flexibility is always, you know, a good thing that they're looking for. And, um, you know, it really helps people out to, you know, do things to the best of the ability. And again, there's so many different opportunities nowadays that I think it's it's nice to see, you know, different people being able to take advantage of that. Yeah, I think that, you know, especially something we've seen with the pandemic, I, I do, I think even large companies and employers are realizing now that, wow, you mean to tell me that people actually work even more efficiently from home? Yeah, uh, yep. I, I think we're going to see that across the board. To me, it's crazy that it took like something like this to, to really make that apparent. Um, I, I think people at least one day or two days a week, uh, you know, would be much more efficient working from a more comfortable, convenient environment. Sure. And I think um, it all goes back to, you know, that work-life balance, being able to, um, you know, do things that you enjoy, but at the same time, being able to, you know, get stuff done. And as long as it gets done and, you know, everything is is going well and this trust between, you know, the business and then, you know, their employees, I think it, you know, can definitely make it work. And I think this uh, whole pandemic thing has allowed us to kind of jump forward with that a little bit. Um, obviously, you know, some other circumstances that are not great, but again, maybe something sure. in the future that this is kind of going to lead to more opportunities for people to, you know, again, maybe work once or twice a week and be able to kind of do some other things, not other than work and, but at the same time, still be able to get the work done and be productive and also be, you know, happy as well, which is, you know, a big point of it too. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, obviously, like you said, um, this has been detrimental in many ways, but I, I do think you can find quite a few uh, silver linings from all of this too and kind of start shifting it to um, some positives.
Sure. So kind of moving on to the next question here. So obviously there's a lot of different, you know, designers or illustrators out there. So what would you say like makes your kind of style of work a little bit different than from some of the others out there? Well, you know, I think when it comes to artists, designers, I think the work you do is always going to be subjective. What one person enjoys, another person might not. So I think the the people and the clients that have followed and you know hired me to do work, I think they enjoy the the kind of aesthetic I bring. Um, I I think my work combines a lot of like little notes from different eras of art. Like I've always been enthralled by the Renaissance painters, so I do try to get a a somewhat traditional feel in my work while also incorporating some more modern, more graphic like. Uh, you know, whimsical strokes, almost kind of referencing like some street art, a little bit of graffiti. Sure. Um, and I think it's just that, 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 that combination and that balance that allows artists to form like, you know, a defined or somewhat defined style. Um, I also think, you know, I wouldn't say I have a, uh, a finalized style yet, because I also believe that art is also about evolving and growth. So, you know, sure. I'm always looking to learn and incorporate new aspects into my work. Um, and, you know, in terms of the people that follow my work, like just personally on social media, I've always tried to be super accessible. Um, I've tried to price my work as affordable as I possibly can so that everybody has the opportunity to, uh, you know, pick up a print um, and enjoy it. Uh, and I do think people uh, appreciate that. Um, you know, sometimes people message me on Facebook and, you know, I'll write back within a few minutes. I'm like, oh, wow, I, I thought I'd be getting like an HR person. I'm like, uh, no, I yep. have <laughs> that. So, um, you know, it's just I think it's little things like that, that uh, people kind of enjoy these days, especially now that everything is so automated and digital, sure. um, you know, it's those little personal touches. Yeah. And again, you know, being able to create those relationships with your fans. And I think one of the things that I saw too, that I really liked was how you had like a Facebook group where you can have yeah. you know fans of Rob Bruno, where you get a lot of good engagement, a lot of people, you know, kind of conversing and, you know, talking about your art and getting some feedback from them. So it really allows you to kind of cater, you know, to what they're looking for and be able to provide them with, you know, art that's going to be, you know, looking to, um, you know, based on what they're trying to you know, find. And obviously each person has their own different things. And I think getting that feedback and be able to get, you know, some suggestions or different things from, you know, the group and people that really are, you know, big fans of you, it kind of allows you to take that in and then kind of, you know, like you said, evolve what you're doing. And it's always kind of a work in progress and um, you can always pick up some good things and different things that you might not have, you know, seen by yourself, but, but through that feedback, it definitely helps you kind of see what people are looking for. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And now on to that question, like how do people usually, you know, hear about you and your work? Um, I know you have some Facebook pages. I know you have, um, you know, your own profiles and various different things. Any other, you know, particular areas? Yeah, I'd say I pretty much use Instagram uh, most often. That's where I'll post finals, work in progress. I'll even do like some video process uh, images and videos once in a while. Um, my handle on Instagram is at rbrunoill, I-L-L. And then on Facebook, all you have to do is um, kind of type in Bruno Illustration, and I have a page and a group um, both linked uh, into that link. Um, and then, you know, my main website is brunodi.com. That's where you can see um, a more kind of catered, um, fine-tuned portfolio, and that also has a link to my shop on it. Okay, great. 
yeah, I'd recommend definitely, you know, all our listeners definitely go check that out. Rob's got some great stuff. And once you see it, it's like you can't stop following it. I'm always looking for his new posts and different things that he's coming out with, you know, sports, entertainment, all the different TV shows. You know, he really does a great work. And I think, um, you know, again, a lot of times we're all in quarantine and, you know, pandemic right now. People are looking for different things to kind of, you know, enjoy themselves. So I think art is a nice little area. And again, I think, you know, you do some great work in all different areas. Of, uh, so definitely check that out. And uh, if you're interested, you know, feel free to reach out to Rob or even, you know, purchase some of his products. I think you'll definitely be, uh, you know, happy with, uh, you know, what you see there. Yeah, I appreciate so that. Yeah, of course, Rob. Um, so the next one, any, uh, you know, we're trying to kind of just think about, you know, through your 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 life, life here and with the business. Any, you know, particular favorite stories of maybe a particular project that you were on or something that was a little bit interesting? Well, I always do. I, you know, I, I kind of like recounting the, I would call it the big break I had, the first uh, large commercial job, um, just because it, it, it kind of represented a full um, swing uh, in terms of momentum and possibly even a, a career change that I was facing. Um, you know, out of Pratt, this was now in 2012, uh, for... I'd say the better part of three years, I was living and breathing uh, much like the prototypical term of a starving artist. Sure. Uh, I had a number of part-time jobs uh, that I was working just to make ends meet. Uh, I would get home from those jobs and I'd stay up super late just doing like private commissions for friends, family, uh, trying to flush out my portfolio, catering it to the industries that I wanted to get into, which I, I mentioned were sports and entertainment. And I was just sending a million emails to prospective clients, uh, you know, art directors from all of the pro sports teams, uh, marketing managers, creative designers from the film studios like Disney and Fox, uh, Universal. Um, you know, the whole philosophy was, all right, you're going to send 100 emails and hope for one person to get back to you. I mean, that, that's kind of the, the mentality you have to have uh, when you're starting out. Sure. Um, and, it, you know, it became kind of daunting because uh, I really wasn't making much money at all from the art, uh, which was kind of uh, demoralizing because I had just went to this, you know, top art school. I've now spent years training and like really honing uh, my skill set. And uh, it was tough, um, you know, and a lot of times when clients did get back, uh, they'd say, look, we like your work, but, uh, you know, we, we feel more comfortable hiring somebody that has more experience uh, freelancing which is, you know, understandable from the company standpoint. But for me, I'm like, well, how does anybody expect me to get experience if nobody's willing to take a job? Sure. Uh, so, it, you know, it got to the point where I did seriously consider, uh, you know, possibly changing career paths. And then I got a phone call from the Philadelphia Eagles and they basically said, hey, we like your style. We actually need an illustrator immediately. Uh, wow. Are you interested in this project? And, you know, me, like the sarcastic asshole I can be, I'm like looking, yeah, let me look at my schedule and see if I could fit you in. Um, of course, in my head, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to uh, fake it a little bit. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, that pretty much changed the course of everything because that job, that, that job was incredible. It went really well. I was really blown away with how the work looked printed. Uh, sorry, they hired me to do the artwork for their season ticket holders. Uh, so all the packaging um, for the cover of the programs on the actual tickets, 
the interior pages of the program were all like player illustrations and one montaged image with all their current players. Nice. And that job ended up leading into uh, further jobs uh, with other teams, another job with the Eagles. Um, and it really kind of got my name circulated through uh, the sports world, uh, which is still, I mean, paying dividends today. So certainly uh, if I had to pick one job, uh, that would be it. That's great. That's a great story. And again, it's, I think the persistence and again, you know, it can always be tough, you know, starting out and very daunting and maybe, you know, negative thoughts in your head and whatnot. But I think the, uh, the idea here is you got to keep plugging away. And again, you never know when that you know, one thing is going to come out and then, you know, you saw what elites led to, it led to obviously, you know, a lot of different opportunities. So um, I'm glad you stuck with it. So it's uh, congrats on that. And I've seen a lot of the work that you've done for some of these big teams and it's, it's really some great stuff. So, now, uh, with the pandemic and everything going on, um, have you had to like switch your business style a little bit? Um, I know a lot of, you know, for you, a lot of times you would go to these big uh, conventions or the comic cons and various different things. And with that being kind of limited right now, is there anything else that you're doing differently kind of going forward? Yeah. I mean, 100%, it was uh, a pretty drastic pivot. I mean, it was, it was almost like, uh, living through a nightmare that, I'd say it all kind of kicked off that third week of March or so. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was literally within 24 hours, like all of the sports seasons got canceled or postponed. And then one by one, I was getting, you know, I already had pretty much my whole year booked uh, in terms of shows and travel. Uh, so one by one, I, I was getting email after email from each show, um, you know, my point of contact there just saying, hey, you know, we have to cancel. And I was like, holy shit, like this is yeah. two out of my three revenue streams that are just gone. Um, so, you know, the silver lining there was thankfully I had already been exhibiting uh, at these shows for about, you know, four or five years. And I, I have built up a little bit of a following just from exhibiting in so many different cities around the country um, and then just my social media presence. So, I was able to really cater to them. Um, like you said, I was really able to hone in and use the uh, the Facebook group, my Instagram as resources, doing polls and market research. I mean, I knew they already liked, uh, you know, all my Marvel stuff and comic book stuff, film posters. Um, but I think I was able to connect even closer because um, now I'm literally just creating prints for that audience. Um, so, you know, I've, I've had to kind of just redesign my schedule and routine, uh, whereas now I'm kind of putting deadlines and timelines on myself for self-initiated project. Whereas prior to March of this year, I was on deadlines for clients, you know, for commercial work. Uh, and I was continuously packing and repacking my suitcase to, you know, fly out to shows. Um, so it has been nice, uh, having all this extra time in the studio. Um, I haven't had this much like uninterrupted time in terms of traveling for a long time. And it, it did show me like how much I can create and get done when I have, you know, that kind of uninterrupted schedule at the sure. same time, you know, I, I do miss, I was really enjoying the balance I had with the commercial work, the, the comic conventions and selling my prints on my shop. Uh, so I, I would certainly welcome that back. I'm sure I won't ever be traveling as much. Um, But, you know, it's kind of like all businesses. I'm sure every industry and every business on the planet had to adjust and pivot somehow. 
Uh, and in a, in a way, uh, adversity, adversity um, kind of promotes, um, you know, problem solving and new sure. ways to overcome hurdles and obstacles. And, you know, for me in Brooklyn, I mean, one of the most inspiring things I saw were all the restaurants literally building outdoor seating areas. To me, I'm like, yeah. hell yeah, that's how, you know, you, you, you're just going to deal with it and overcome this. Uh, and I'm sure that can be said in parallels for a lot of different industries. Um, and that's kind of how I approached it. I mean, I think it was important to allow yourself to be sad, angry, frustrated for a few days. But, you know, at a certain point, you got to get over that because, um, you, you know, you have to help yourself. Definitely. And I think those tough times, you know, allows you to kind of really dig down deep and kind of uh, reassess and, you know, rethink, brainstorm a little bit. And it can yeah. allow you for some, you know, other good opportunities that maybe you didn't think about because you had all this other stuff going on. So I think that's a good lesson for a lot of people. You know, again, these are tough times, but again, it gives you more times to kind of work on yourself and kind of work on what you want to do going forward. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, you come out of it a little bit stronger than uh, where you were at and then, you know, kind of gain some new experience and new things. And, um, I think it's all, you know, it's all good. And obviously, um, you know, you have to keep that positive mindset and really just be creative and figure out, you know, how can we really get past this and how can I come out better than this and, you know, maybe do something differently than I did previously. So definitely looks like you were able to do that and, you know, it'd be exciting to kind of see how this goes and progresses. And hopefully we do get back some of those, uh, you know, shows and the comic cons and various different things. Cause I know, you know, a lot of passionate fans out there are looking forward to that. And I think that's a, you know, good, great audience for you to cater to knowing that they're, you know, interested in your, your work. Yeah, you know, that would be a certainly best case scenario. And uh, I'm sure, you know, at these sports and films, uh, they're showing signs like they're getting back on track. Uh, my guess is the shows will take a little longer, but, you know, like everybody else, they'll figure out a way, even if for a little while they have to do uh, some outdoor things with tents and whatnot, um, just to avoid being, you know, stuck in a big convention hall, which I can understand. Sure. Um, but yeah, you know, you got to kind of, I think you have to prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Yep, that's a good point. All right, well, well I appreciate it. There's some great, you know, good insights here. I think, you know, everybody got to learn a little bit about what you do and kind of how you can provide some really good, you know, work out here. And uh, is there anything else that you would like to leave, uh, you know, everybody with today? Um, no, I mean, for any uh, young artists, uh, freelancers, or, you know, people getting into independent businesses, small businesses. Yeah. You know, like I said, um, it's the kind of thing that's extremely re rewarding. Um, but you know, it's going to take a, an extremely high amount of work. Um, and a lot of the times perseverance, there's going to be uh, frustrating times, um, times where you feel overwhelmed, um, and kind of overmatched, but, uh, you know, I think the people that are willing to keep fighting and keep pushing are usually the ones that end up getting rewarded uh, in the long term. Good point. And again, uh, you know, if you guys want to get in touch with Rob, uh, he listed out some of his different uh, handles and different platforms that you can get. And I would definitely recommend go checking it out because it's, it's really got some great work on there. And I think, uh, you know, all different types of areas and you know, uh, sports and entertainment and TV shows and various different things. So really does a great job and actually excited about those little sports cards that you're coming out with too. So that was another oh, dude, cool I've little... been having so much fun with those. Like you don't even understand. <laughs> and that's something that kind of came out of this too. I'm sure you kind of were thinking about things and, you know, a new idea came out of this and who knows where that's going to lead to now. So yeah, it's funny, man. I haven't, I hadn't really touched watercolors. I, I literally want to say freshman year at Pratt, which is now yep. geez, almost 10 years ago. 
Um, and yeah, I found that it, it was so like just that medium because it was literally just little, I'm, and I'm using just a cheap paint tray. I'm not, I don't even have like nice paint sets or anything, but, um, it was just so relaxing that I could just kind of, and now you've, I think you've seen, like, I was able to take it to Utah with me. I did a hike in the mountains, just set up a little, uh, you know, watercolor block and do a painting of like this beautiful lake and scenery. Now I can yeah. do these smaller, uh, replica size baseball cards as, you know, watercolor painted players. Um, yeah, it's kind of like organically presented all these additional avenues that I, I likely would have never even stumbled across, um, you know, had 2020 went uh, as planned. Um, so definitely, you know, one of the silver linings I've taken out of this. Definitely. And I would go check those out because they're very cool. And I'm sure I'll have some new stuff coming out in the next you know couple of weeks and months here. And uh, keep an eye on it because he's always you know coming out with some good stuff. So, well, that's really our show, Rob. Thanks again for coming on. Uh, you know, I'm Kevin Scott and this is the Prime Digital Podcast. And uh, take care. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. This was great. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show, hit that subscribe button. Or if you'd like to learn more about marketing your business better and getting more customers, schedule a free 30-minute consultation with us by visiting primedigitalseo.com.